And we are back in the palace again, baby. Welcome into the TV4 Sports Show. <laughs> Welcome into the TV4 Sports Show, where Nikki Gems has also learned how to... Yep, see, I can't even do it. But we were gone for a minute. Now we're back. Now, how are we doing, guys? You know, we had a bye week last week. Uh, I took advantage of the bye week. Uh, we enjoyed ourselves, not just for a night, not just for a day, but a whole week. And uh, around the table we go. I'm Tony, as always, you know, the guy who rips off, starts the show, gets the gets the people going. And then, all I guess, it, now always in front of me, front and center, Radio John Decker. What up, bruv? What's up, broski? We're we're feeling good today. I'm feeling real good. Today. We're feeling good today, Nikki. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a it's gonna be a beautiful week while we see uh, who plays who in the Eastern Conference Final. But we'll get to that in a second. But to the man to my right, Nicholas Gemstones is yo, his yo, full yo, name. Yo, yo, yo. But we call him Nikki Gems. <laughs> That's a hell of a name, Nicholas Gemstones. <laughs> so we better patent that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Jammies, what's going on, Nick, brother? Nikki names, Nikki. Yeah, Nikki Nicks. Nikki Nicknames. <laughs> Nikki Nicknames. <laughs> yeah. Are you feeling good, man? You feeling had a, good. You had a little PCI action this whole week. That's right. That's right. Yeah, a little family in town. A little tan and uh, the playoff beard two weeks longer. For real. Last <laughs> last, For real. last show last show we did, uh, Lightning were down 3-2. We watched it here, I believe. Uh, we watched the game five going down 3-2 and uh, to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Tampa Bay Lightning did, and... Next thing you know, first topic of the night, Lightning have just swept the President's Trophy winners, the Florida Panthers. And honestly, honestly, quick little stats uh, to go along for that sweep in the playoffs and announcing the Kings of Florida of the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, undisputedly the reigning, defending, back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, number ones on the ice, and number one's in your heart. The Tampa Bay Lightning only allowed three goals in four games to the President's Trophy winners. So as we well as we all know, the President's Trophy isn't really worth a crap <laughs> in the postseason because if you play like you lose, or <laughs> excuse me, if you play <laughs> if you play if you play bad, you're gonna lose <laughs> and. Panthers got outplayed, Johnny. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> what? I mean, it's almost no them, <laughs> them President Trophy winners. Wait, man, what happened to the four point one goal average they averaged all year? Yeah. You know, in the post cap era, they put the most goals up in a season. Yeah, three, no, this is serious. Three hundred thirty seven goals this season. Oh man, I insane. Mean, as Kobe would say, job ain't finished. But, I mean, we can still celebrate the small things in life. And we shut them down to three goals. Well, these guys are a pretty good hockey team. And, pretty and that, good? Yeah, and then the other the other team's the Panthers. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> we see how that works. Gems, what do you think about this whole series so far? Like, outlines, I guess. I mean, it's almost like it, it couldn't have gone any better for the Lightning. Um, on top of it all, they did it without arguably their best offensive player, Braden Point, or best overall player, um, you know, just doing that all without him. And uh, I, th- I think uh, Vasilevsky kind of <laughs> came out as the, as the star of this series. He really put on a show, especially uh, 
49 out of saving 49 out of 50 shots to close it out. Yeah, that that that, that simply just says that's the reason why I have his jersey. It's an investment. This guy's going nowhere. He's getting paid absolutely dollar signs. Eight point what nine point five million dollars a year? Okay, what a steal. Dude's the best player on the Tampa Bay Lightning and proves it night in, night out. Just like Jem says, zero goals on forty nine shots. That's amazing. That that's just like, hey, this is my freaking game. I'm the king of the shutdown. I'm the oh my goodness, Johnny. Help me out here, please. Well, in the last 200 shots against Bassey in the last seven series clinching games, he's only allowed one goal. Yeah. Well, name, the, name the series if you can, please. Toronto. The Maple Leafs is the only one who's got the one goal on him. Okay. Well, what about the, what, what are the results on the rest of the games? Oh, the rest of the games. In order, if you could, please. You know what? It'll have to be in order here in just a second. We, we, we're we're pulling up that research in a moment. <laughs> yeah, for real. I don't know where that went. Man, I mean, that's that's as clutch as you could get right well, there. Think, but when think the, about it. The, the, games, uh, yeah, the biggest games, he, he comes out to play. Yeah, think about it. Last series, 1-0. Or excuse me, 2-0 against the Maple Leafs. This series. Two oh, one, no. 2-1. Two two one, one. Yeah, 2-1. It's and the then only goal he gave up. The Canadians, 1-0. Ross Colton, 1-0. Uh, Yanni Gord. New England or New England, jeez, New New York Islanders, and then uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, and then the Columbus Blue Jackets. This is that's those are those are a, a lot of teams he's done. I, I remember. No, our, it might, no, it might not be. No, he might have got another one. I'm I'm trying to think about the teams. So it's the so basically what we're trying to say is Vasi's really freaking. It started. Good. It started back when. They beat Columbus. They beat Columbus. That's a lie. Yes, it did. That's their 10 no, straight. Florida, Carolina, uh, Islanders, Montreal, uh, Toronto, we didn't, right? And then uh, the Florida Panthers again. That's five out of six. And then before. And then, okay, the Stars, 2-0. And then uh, the, 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 the Islanders again. Four, we won in six games. Boom. All right. We love it, baby. That's how we do it. Uh, hey, it's okay. We got it. We figured it out because we're knowledgeable fans and an and analysis. Because um, I guess the key people of the game, Patrick Maroon scored the only, I guess, not real goal because uh, Palat put it in the right. net for the empty netter uh, with the pass from Sorelli, which was a great pass, perfect pass, just to seal it. Palat coming out of the box. Um, it was a good game. It was a good game. It's funny. I remember talking on our, our last show about how, um, uh, saying how there's usually a game or two where, it, it, like, the goalie kind of wins it, um, and there's a low scoring game that you'll see like one or two of in, in, in each series. But it didn't happen uh, your last series for the Lightning. They're all were pretty high scoring games. But uh, then coming into going against uh, the Panthers, a high scoring team like this, that's when uh, they, they really started to to clamp down on defense and uh, and. The the Panthers hadn't been shut out once all all season, um, and then huge, you know, <laughs> that you wouldn't expect this to be, uh, you know, the, the team that the the Lightning shut it down against, you know. Uh, um, well, absolutely. I mean, but all games have you know been exactly what you thought. I think after game two, when we uh, the two point eight seconds with Kucherov behind the back to Ross Colton, the no look, that was insane as well. 
I think that kind of was the straw that broke the camel's back. And then game three when they couldn't do a damn thing and the landing won 5-1 um, on a Sunday matinee hockey. We love those. Um, and just completely dominated. Game one, 4-1, Lightning. Uh, Lightning, 2-1. Game three, 5-1. Game four, 2-0. All in a matter of time. And I think it, you ultimately got to give it up to the defense. Uh, makes, And the, actually the whole team just putting their bodies out there, yep. laying it all on the line. Championship hockey, just like Wayne Gretzky said, championship effort. Um, and it, it, it definitely shows. And it starts with, you know, uh, the locker room. And all the characters we have there and how everyone has that pedigree. Uh, you've heard it. You've heard the Lightning players say it. Not everyone in that locker room has a cup. Uh, people are still hungry. You have the veteran leadership um, of back-to-backs and also like especially people like Corey Perry coming in. Uh, has won a cup before, hungry for another. Um, and then the Cal Foots that are like, or I guess they've been here, but now they're actively playing. Uh, and playing a big role, might that might I add, because Calfoot's been playing great as well. H- heads up to or hats off to Calfoot, and um, no point, and we sweep the Panthers. No Brandon Point, we sweep the Panthers, and now we await the winner. Uh, I say we, I don't care. I'm a Lightning fan. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning await the New York Rangers or the Carolina Hurricanes. Currently, New York is up four-one with 21 seconds left in the third. I think the game's safe to say it's over. And it's 2-2 going back to Carolina, um, which is pretty good because it gives the Lightning two more days to rest up uh, because of the extra game, which is a nice little thing. And we deserve it because we played our asses off. I think a veteran team or, or a team that's been there like the Lightning, um, yeah, they, they could use the extra time off. It's not like they're a team that I think needs to stay hot. or uh, you know, It's not like they're a young team that, that – isn't used to this kind of playoff experience. Um, I, I think the, the extended time off can only help them. Absolutely. And I, I think this is not like rest versus rust at all. It's honestly because, one, we do good. Yes, after the Lightning are on a, a, a longer rest period, we do come up flat a little bit. Um, but it's in the playoffs now. There's no excuses. We know the what's ahead. We know what's in store. We only have eight more kittens left, Johnny as Johnny likes to tell me. So um, I definitely feel that, you know, it, it's going to be – here's where the fun begins. I think you could start to see uh, – what was it? After the first period, was it like 17 shots on goal to two? Um, oh, it was bad. The, 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 light, the lightning got outshot. Let, let's – I mean, let's bring it up right here. I think you, you could see Florida start to get discouraged where they're getting all these shots on goal, and, and then they're also getting all, all these shots blocked. Um, yeah, and it, 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 they just feel like you know, they're they're the ones putting the pressure on, but they still can't put any you know put any goals in. After a while, that's got to be you know, real discouraging, and you know eventually the Lightning are gonna you know make a run and and put some points on the board. But uh, I mean, just Vasilevsky and I think all the all the shots you you saw blocked on defense. I mean. Yeah, no, the, especially made when you're it, made it tough on him. Especially when you're captain, you know, not the youngest lad in the block anymore. Um, been through all the all the injury woes and whatnot, and has had a great season and just laying out on the line, laying it all on the line to block shots to, you know, secure victory, secure, you know, that someone gets in front of the puck, and it's just amazing to see. Uh, it's from the top down, and you could even say it's from the owner down because it, we're just. 
all class, all classy individuals that are good at hockey. Seeing a uh, little, little talk on TV last night, and then again uh, on Twitter about uh, Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky being on uh, the Mount Rushmore of uh, all-time uh, goalies, and uh, <laughs> people really putting him up there. Yeah, no, and I, I completely agree. I think Andre Vasilevsky, um, especially if if the Lightning do win a third cup in a row, how can you not? Like that's dynasty level, and it's not like Vasilevsky's not in the forefront of it. If you if you tell me what your most important Tampa Bay Lightning players are, I will guarantee you if Vasilevsky is not in your top two, you are one thousand percent wrong. One thousand percent wrong. I'll give you. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's number one. That's hard. Yeah, I'm with with you on that. If he's not number one, I'd look at you funny, and then I would say, "Okay, you think Hedman? I'll give you, I'll give you a little, a a little leeway." But you can honestly say not having McDonough in the during the season was bad too. Uh, But I mean, my most important Lightning players will not change until this day. It's Vasilevsky number one, and then Hedman number two. Uh, I believe, and especially in the playoffs. Kucherov at number three, and then at four, you or well now since points out, point will usually be number three because he's the engine. Uh, Kucherov three, Stamkos four, and then honestly, uh, I think the whole X factor here is you know Tony Sorelli. Good God, maybe maybe even McDonough there, maybe Chernak. Nick Paul's been on fire too. Yeah, but I wouldn't say he's like as like important. Right, right now, right. because just maybe just in the playoffs, I mean, you got guys like him stepping up big. Where yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> they're they're deep right now. I'm hoping he comes back. The whole world knows that Nick Paul is a a, a game seven guy now. And that's how you make your name, make your money, um, and you know something the Lightning don't really have. But I hope to God that Nick Paul resigns uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning. That would be, but is it going to be at the expense of Palat? That's where you have to weigh your options at. Uh, but Nonetheless, so Johnny, real quick, tell me what you think of, you know, Tony Sor- Anthony Sorelli's play so far, or I guess during the whole Panther series. I don't know if I want to point out any particular player. I just feel like the whole team has stepped up and has been infectious with blocking shots. Oh hell yeah! I don't think it's really been anyone in particular. I mean, yeah, Sorelli. They all Sorelli does elevate his game, but they all elevate their game. When it comes to the playoffs, like it's, they it do. seems like they they just all want to jump in the way of the puck and rather take a puck than have it go in the net. And then you got Vassy back there, who is the goat between the pipes. Love him. Remember, remember what we said. He only misses the pipes. He only misses the pipes one out of one hundred. And uh, it looked like that was that one out of one hundred that happened in this series. Uh, wow! Can you imagine if Vasilevsky would have said no goals for you this whole series. <laughs> Like, that'd be insane. But, but what no. I was trying to get out earlier was the 10 consecutive playoff series wins. What is it? Started with Columbus in 2020. Yes, baby. Keep going. 4-1, then Boston 4-1, then the Islanders the first time, 4-2. Then Dallas when won the first cup of the back-to-back, 4-2. Then we beat the Panthers 4-2 in the uh, last year. Then we had Carolina in the second round, which was 4-1. Then we uh, went to Game Seven with the Islanders, which you were at, and I was at Ferg's. What a great memory! And we won that series four to three. That was the one and only other time besides the Toronto series this year that we ever faced elimination. Six hundred dollars for that ticket. Uh, so then we went on to the Stanley Cup Final, beat Montreal four, 
and uh, we beat them in five. Yep, four to one. And then uh, we faced elimination again. Like I said, was it Maple Leafs this year? Yes, first we round. Did. But we won that one. Mm-hmm. Game seven, and which is crazy because the last time we were recording, we, yeah, we were down three two, but we haven't lost since. We haven't lost since six and zero. Six wins since we last recorded. Now I'm now I'm thinking, geez, Louise. And then the sweep. <sighs> what a great Carolina. What a what a great. Anyway, anyway, the Tampa Bay Lightning are absolutely, um, they're back like they never left. <laughs> you know what I mean, James? It's just it's yeah. honestly a, a, amazing to see, especially to be a fan and grow up and live here and realize that this team is where this team's come from and everything like that. All you could hope for is that they come in the next series well rested, healthier, uh, get point back. Um, Vasilevsky, hopefully, is uh, um, you know, well rested after getting all the work he got last game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see, we'll see who they they got next. But uh, I mean, couldn't have gotten any better for the Lightning. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. The last stat I was going to throw at you, homie. What's up? Is uh, the most saves in a series clinching shutout. Vasilevsky's second, only to Patrick Waugh. How many did Patty Waugh have? Uh, should we guess? Should we guess? It's in the sixties. I'm guessing sixty-three. What about you? James. 59. Okay. It was exactly 63. Was it? Yep. Wow. Pellegrino. 63 in game four of the Stanley Cup finals in 1996. Against who? The Blackhawks. It doesn't say. He was just, he obviously he played no. for Colorado. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't say who they were playing. I'm guessing the Red Wings. It might have been. Wait, in 97? 96. Yeah, that was, that was the Red Wings' first one. They won in 90. No? We'll see. I don't know. Then Vassie's at two with 49 saves. Real quick, Carey Price is three and Glenn Hall's four, with Tuka Rask rounding out the top five. Wow, that's a that's a that's a good class, good class. Patrick Waugh. I'm looking up when this thing is. Patrick Waugh, ninety six. You said. Yep, Game Four Stanley Cup Final. Okay, let's see what we got here. <laughs> Patrick Waugh. He played for the Avalanche and who else? Johnny, don't look. Go. What about you, Gems? I I knew this before, but Canadians. Good job, Direct Mundo. I was gonna say a Canadian team, but it wasn't that one. Of course, um, ninety six. I was gonna say Edmonton, so I'd have been wrong, but that's okay. Stanley Cup. Oh man, most of my younger NHL knowledge is all based on video games. So <laughs> currently, the longest NHL playoff ninety five. Longest playoff. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off there. I wasn't sure if you've done your statement or not. We'll cut that. I, I can uh, picture him in a video game in the in the Canadians. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but the the longest playoff series win streaks, the fourth is the Lightning at ten currently, then Canadians with thirteen from seventy six to eighty. And uh, who's who's number one? Pat Maroon's two as by himself. Oh stop it! <laughs> okay, keep with going. Fourteen. All right. Well, who's number one? The New York Islanders, the one we're chasing to try to do the. They won like four in a row, didn't four they? Four in a row. Jeez, Louise. So that means either. That means that they went all the way to the conference final for the fifth year before they got eliminated again. That's saying something, man. It's four every round. Four, eight, 12, 16. That's saying something. That's 16 of them, and then you got all the way to the conference final before you lost. Yeah. Or no, you won three series, and so you got to the Stanley Cup final and then finally lost. So you were competing for your fifth Stanley Cup and then finally lost. And the circle of life back when <laughs> but uh the last time this happened the president's uh trophy winner got swept it was the lightning on the receiving end since then it's been 
two years of uh <laughs> of uh Stanley Cup final runs and uh <laughs> it's been good fortune for us ever since. So And in the words of John Cooper Well, we haven't lost since. I'll mic drop on that one. <laughs> and, and just like we're mic dropping on this segment, baby. Uh, but that's what I got to say about that Columbus series. Haven't lost since. So had to be doing some good. Uh, we, well, we got a, a lot of show left, honestly, uh, which is good because I'm in a talking mood with the boys. We got to catch up. Uh, we're talking a little NBA. I'm going to talk a little MLB. And, uh, of course, we got the NFL statement coming in best for last. So um, all NBA teams were announced. Uh, Warriors back? Or did they never leave? What's coming up? Warriors. TV4. Bring out your players. See, if you put a soundtrack together of our shows, you'd have some damn good soundtracks. And speaking of good soundtracks, NBA Street Volume 2, that's where we got that song from. That's Makes amazing. Cross someone up on the stick. Keep playing it. Keep playing it, Johnny. Keep playing it. Keep playing it. Yeah, we love that. We love that. And we're getting into the NBA. We figured it was fitting. And the all-NBA teams uh, just dropped uh, about two hours ago. This gives you a little time if you want to. Deep dive on that, where we're at right now. Uh, but all NBA teams dropped, and um, some surprises, some, 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 some. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to work. Yeah. Yeah, some, 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 some. Let's get. Let's just talk about this nonsense. Um, I love it in the background, too. Keep it looping, please. First off, the, the first team all NBA, I think uh, – uh, I, you have some newcomers, but uh, I, I know Johnny. The first first thing you noticed, and uh, yeah, so let's just break it. Let's just break it down real fast. <laughs> all, all NBA first team: the the guard guard Devin Booker, Phoenix Suns; guard Luka Doncic, Dallas Mavericks; forward Giannis Antetokounmpo, Milwaukee Bucks; forward Jason Tatum, Boston Celtics; and of course the MVP center Nikola Jokic, Denver Nuggets. Um, first team boys, how, how do we think here? What are we thinking? Uh, well, I was, I was thinking, uh, well, you see Giannis with a hundred first team vote. So he's a unanimous pick. Yep. Um, Jokic and, uh, Luka both had 88 first team votes out of a hundred. So Embiid had some of the first team votes. Uh, he, he took some of those away from the center. Um, but. Hard to argue with the first team, really, when you're looking at it. I think Embiid would be the 
the one guy some people would argue is better than Jokic, but I, I like Jokic. But Jokic won the MVP. Exactly. You can't put him in the second team, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I love Jokic. I, I thought he deserved the MVP. Um, but but yeah, Jeez. I mean, Luke Luca making it for first team. Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, and all of them are having postseason success, even though it's a regular season award. Um, <sighs> all, all these guys have, you know, Giannis just got knocked out. Booker just got knocked out. Um, I mean, Jokic, I guess, is the one that he, he was out first round in the playoffs. Um, but Luka and, and Tatum were still at it. Um, but uh, like John mentioned, uh, we, you notice Le- LeBron, he, he, he's third team. He's not, he's well, not, we're we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Not quite there yet. We're gonna get to yeah, that, but not quite there yet. But you know, that, you're not you're not used to seeing him up up there at the top. But uh, the third team. But uh, <laughs> no, we'll, 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 give, we'll give Johnny a chance to defend himself. But Johnny, on the first team, out of the first team, NBA all NBA first team. What did you? What are your? What's your insights? I mean, to be honest, we can sit here and go back and forth and argue the point. But I, I think it's a very solid first team. You big Luca, big Luca guy, big, big Luca big guy, Luca guy, big Luca guy. I love Luca, uh, just like what he's doing in the league. You know, he's a warrior, man. He's a warrior, but he's not a warrior. He's a maverick. Yes. But uh, gotta clear that up for you. But uh, no, I think it's a it's a solid first team. You know. Yeah, for sure. I can't I can't I can't disagree with anything I'll except say, for maybe. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't take. There you go, off of gems. It. What, what, what? I'm saying you're go, hot potato right now. Go into the second team. There's a few guys you can make arguments. Um, you know, Joel Joel Embiid had uh, 57 first team votes. Yeah, but he's not gonna get over Jokic. Come on. Exactly. But and if, then uh, John, so, John so, Morant. So of course Embiid's gonna be John second. Morant, I, I'd say uh, you can make an argument for John Moran over Booker. But yeah, okay, no. so the, so the no, all, all right, so here, crazy. so here's the all NBA second team. I'm just going to run through. Hold so, on, hold on. To, to finish, if I what? had to switch somebody, I had to tell I, these people. I would like Embiid. I would think I would put Embiid up in first team. But you're not going to put him over Jokic. Sorry, Why end not? of story, because he just won the MVP. Come on. Yeah, and he did nothing. Stop it. Anyway, this is the regular season award, is it not? Thank you. Embiid all, played his ass off the whole season. Yes, but he's not the MVP. So all NBA first team, run it back, Georgia or Georgia, geez, I see a G and I think Georgia. Oh my goodness. Go dog, sick and woof woof. Uh guard Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Giannis, Jason Tatum, Nikolai Jokic on your first team. You're all NBA second team now is That's all I'm hearing right now. That's a great tune. I'll I'll play it out. And okay, so Stephen Curry, <laughs> John Morant, DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid is your all NBA second team. And your all NBA third team is Chris Paul, Trey Young, LeBron James, Pascal Siakam, uh, and Carl Anthony Towns. LeBron should uh, be at least on the second team. Okay. Is that what you want to talk about? Le- LeBron James. He's still better than KD. LeBron, well, <laughs> I mean, Lebr- LeBron James, bomb. man, he didn't. He got hurt this year. I'm so tired of talking about the Lakers. I wasn't talking about the Lakers. <laughs> He's on the Lakers. You're talking I'm about sorry, the Lakers. I wasn't talking about the Lakers. Uh, you're talking about the Lakers. I said LeBron James. You I don't think you, I said the LA I'm Lakers. getting sick of talking about him, too. What up, James? He put up points this year, but it's hard to argue LeBron over DeRozan or Durant with the seasons they had. Durant got more second-place votes, but I, I would say DeRozan really had the more impressive season. He really he had a, a career year. It's it's hard to put LeBron over them if you're really just grading it on this season, regular season. 
Um, yeah, no, I just like the cost. But I mean, LeBron did, I think, average uh, right around thirty points a game. He he. And it's his 19th year. Well, exactly. Devin, well, Devin Booker. Impressive, for sure. I could see, okay, Curry over Devin Booker. Like, would anybody bat an eye? No. If John Morant was over Booker, would anybody bat an eye? I would say yes, because I feel like the Grizzlies did John Morant a disservice by winning, like, 25 games without him. Uh, so, like, how is that valuable in the yeah. name of the award? Amen. Uh, but, to be honest, um, can't take away Jokic, one MVP. I love me some Tatum. I think he deserves it. I think Giannis is a top two player in the league right now. Uh, if you put him second, he has to be behind Durant and Durant only. Other than that, um, Luka, well-deserving. And everyone's scared of Luka, right? That's what everyone says, quote-unquote. Uh, DB, not a, not a bad two guard, but is he the best player on that team? I don't even know. I think Chris Paul might be even better. But, obviously, Booker has more upside. But is Booker a true number one? We'll see when Chris Paul goes and what comes after that. So, Aiton might not come back as well. Phoenix Suns in danger. But Devin Booker, I don't know. Maybe I don't, I'm not mad that they made the first team. But at the, at the same time, Curry played his ass off this year too. So, And so did Jaw. Both, they both could be up there. Uh, as long as the third team, Trey, Chris, LeBron, Siakam, a um, little surprising. Uh, but I'm not mad. At, I'm not mad at these. I'm not. I think this is the NBA was pretty predictable this year. Eh. Pretty. It was pretty exciting too. Uh, the playoffs so far. So I'm glad we're getting down to the nitty gritty now. Yeah, there's some parody to it. Yeah, I like the parody. I like the parody. James, you like the parody in the NBA? I do. I, a lot. Of, a lot of good teams left when it gets down to it. A lot of good teams that play good defense, good team basketball. Um, they they all have a a superstar when it comes down to it. At this point. Who? Um. I mean, we got uh, you know Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum on the East going against each other, and in the West we got you know Curry and the the Warriors going against basically Luca, and they they've really well. See, I would call Curry the superstar. I would call everybody else you named like Luca, Jimmy Tatum, even they are up and coming. Like they are, they have that status, but they need to like win that. that I, I'd say career wise, yes, but at at its peak. At their peak or prime, or who's their at their best right now? I, I think, I think it's close. Like Curry's not. I, I don't think at his absolute peak. We got Tatum. Is his peak behind him? I think. I mean, he's he's still playing. Or at is a high he still level, on his peak? <laughs> but you know he's still I mean? playing at a high level. But you got. I mean, Tatum, Luca. I mean, they're they're putting up huge games. Butler as well. But but you know, Butler doesn't put up. I mean, he did just put up 40 the other night, didn't I mean, he? But he, Butler's doing it on both sides of the ball, too. Curry, Curry, mm. I feel like he's he's still he's still a dominant force in the game, but I feel like he's playing the game a little bit different now. You know, because he has other tools around him that can do things for him, like Jordan Poole. Exactly. Or yeah. then you have uh, Andrew Wiggins, who's been big in these playoff this playoff run for them. Have you seen Klay Thompson? You didn't give me a chance to get there. I'm mm-hmm. getting there. You know, he's got a supporting cast that is now healthy and finally back. It's fine. Okay, and... Uh, Here's a fu- but I agree, Johnny. The Warriors are who we thought they were. The Warriors are who we, we th- off the hook. who we thought they were. I th- we've been talking about this comeback for a while, but it, it's it's now on top of what we were we were saying. We Listen, have Jordan Poole. They sold their playing, souls. They sold their <laughs> at this level. Yes, they sold their souls. Now they're they had an expiration date. Now they're back. Now they're playing with all the good graces. And everyone's a fan of the Warriors, honestly. Um, but here's a little fun fact for you guys. Who is the only NBA third teamer to get first place votes? 
Chris Paul. LeBron James. LeBron James with two, two votes. Pretty impressive. Pretty and impressive. I, and 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 thing is, his team didn't even make the playoffs. I Somebody. Don't, put I don't, some I don't have to stand in front of me name. right now, but I, I'm pretty sure. Hey, I, I, I'm pretty confident here that uh, Trey Young led the league in both points and assists total. Who? Trey Young. Well, you do some research. I think he's at home cooking some popcorn, but watching the rest of the NBA. I think his, so is LeBron. I think his his lack of defense got rings. and uh, the I got you know the style he plays. I don't know might lead to him uh, not being on the first or second team, and, it, and it's hard it's hard to put him over the other guards on on the first or second team. No, and Kurt, I don't know, man. I just I said we talked about who we had going to the finals back in one of our previous shows. I said Celtics, and I said Warriors. I said Warriors against Phoenix, though. Slept on my man Luca. Not yes, John- that is correct. Not Johnny. I said Warriors, Celtics. Warriors would win because the Celtics aren't ready yet to take that step. But they, it's going to be so much good for them, especially if they keep that core together and they don't take a shot. But this is the year for Boston. My this te- is the year for Boston. My teams are still intact. Middleton comes back next year. Right. Oh yeah, ju- yeah. Middleton comes back next year. Do they even beat the Bucks with Middleton there? We don't know, but they did this year when it means something. And now, hopefully, they have a rough patch right now against the Heat. Rough match, rough patch, whatever. Yep, I have the Heat and the Warriors in the finals. There you go. But yeah, I, you, you I feel it. like yes, Johnny did. But I feel like the one that's going to creep up to might that might bite me is going to be the Celtics getting the better of them. Oh yeah. maybe. Well, what, what do you think about the Heat Celtics series, James? <laughs> I did. I did. Um, Tied two two. By the way, I, d- I do like the Heat two two. But th- that you know that that series could go seven. I think it probably will. Um, Most definitely. I, I really like Jimmy Butler. I like the the uh, gritty way that the Heat are playing and winning games. Yeah, but if they can't I mean, stop Boston from Bo- shooting Boston's, threes, it's yeah, gonna I mean, kill them. Yeah, I, it's it's hard to bet against Boston too. With when when they got both Tatum and Jalen Brown scoring, it seems like it's been one or the other a lot. And then they had oh, Horford going off the other day. It always has to be I two mean, people, though. It always has to be two like, people. Marcus Smart went off a game or two ago. Yeah, he he was the. The you know, best player for them the other night. I don't know that they all need to go off, but I feel like you need, you definitely need consistency from from Jason Tatum, and then Jalen Brown helping that out. But everybody else, as long as they play their key role and do the things right they need to do right, I feel like the Celtics would be just fine. Well, Miami won Game One, one eighteen to one hundred seven. The Celtics won Game Two, one twenty seven to one hundred two. Game Three was uh, Miami in Boston. Heat won by six, one hundred nine, one hundred three. And in game four, the Celtics said, uh-uh, we ain't going back to Miami down 3-1. They tied up 2-2, and they win by 20, 102-82. Yep. And as and that was yesterday. Um, it's gone, gone back and forth you know, each game, and uh, momentum keeps swinging back uh, you know, each game. Really, uh, you know, hard, hard to hard to say you know who's gonna who's gonna win win each game, but it's it's been a really good series so far. Um, I, I think Bam Adebayo, I, him having a huge game and their win in Game Three. They, they had they, thirty. They, he had thirty that game. They they need to see more of that, and I, I think I think they're gonna learn 
from that that example and kind of go more to him. I mean, he had, him, nine, he had nine points in game four. Nine. Yeah. Oladipo had 23, and I think he led the team. I mean, they they got to go. Yeah, him, see, him, him, and, him and Butler got to got to put up points. Butler, six points um, in 27 minutes. Big time? Flush I mean, mark? Nah, he's he's no Jimmy Buckets can get a bucket. I, I I expect them to bounce back. I, I I see the the Heat winning Game Five, but I mean it's gonna be a battle this series. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Heat, but I am a little worried of uh, them finding scoring after it's, Butler. Yeah, and even out out of Bios, but up and down. It's and big then, that it's in Miami. It's big that it's in Miami. They really need a third scorer. It's big that it's in Miami though. I yeah. can see the Celtics going down and beating them in Game Five, and then coming back coming to the Garden back to the Garden and, and losing. losing. Here's a and then making Game Seven a banger in Miami. It's a, a, yeah, a huge, Miami huge key player right here, PJ Tucker. Yeah, the six six <laughs> forward. We love those. Dude, he he was the key piece for the Milwaukee Bucks last exactly. year. Exactly, and I, I I'm sure they're they're missing him in the playoffs this year. He would have been huge for them. Yeah, especially on the defensive side because that's where he. PJ Tucker had zero points it. in 21 minutes last game. Again, when they lost by twenty. I mean, he he's got he he he's a lot more valuable than his points a lot, but no, he's got to score. He's got to be putting up like 10, 10 plus points. Ten points from PJ Tucker. Mm. You, you got to be. He's got to be expecting that the next, you know, the rest of this series for them to go to the finals. Yeah, where's the rest of your other guys that these Heat yeah. guys have? I mean, I mean, I want I want them to go, but like some of these other guys in the Heat can step up too. Like, where's he, and is Hero gonna play? Where's Duncan Robinson? Duncan Robinson, la- he, Duncan he Robinson played twenty three. He played twenty three minutes last game and scored yeah. fourteen points. He was oh, yeah. barely playing early but the, in the but playoffs. The, I don't but, know why. But 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 it was really a blowout, so you can't really judge that. So true, because you start limiting players on the minutes after that. Yes. Anyway, but no, nah, man, I think this thing's gonna go seven. Like I said, uh, like I said, I, I like to see the heat because that's what I said. But Duncan Robinson, four minutes, two points. Game three when they won by six. Wow, and Oladipo stepped up. Um, I mean, you know who? I, I mean, Lowry's just coming back from injury. Max Struess has been playing good too. Dude, just that line right there should be enough for the Heat to win. But PJ Tucker played thirty-eight yeah, minutes I, I mean, in Game Three when they won by six. <laughs> Holy crap! Bam Adebayo played forty-two minutes when they won by six in Game Three. Uh, so hey, just Eric Spolstra knows what he's doing. Uh, he's a good coach, uh, but the thing is, he's going against a rookie coach as well. Uh, so we'll we'll see. Game game five is sure as hell is gonna be exciting. Um, and you know what else is exciting? You know what else is exciting? Um, the Yankees win streak. Um, with the series has finally came to an end. Uh, that's exciting, right, Johnny? For you, sure. You feel <laughs> you feel you feel happy being a Rays fan because all Rays fans love to, you know, sulk in Yankees. What, what what time of year is it? Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's not is. even June yet. It's not. Oh, it's June next week. Um, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating the Yankees being healthy finally. Hit me up after the All Star game. Yes, <laughs> a- amen. Amen to that. Uh, amen to that. Amen to that. Uh, Hit but me if up you, in August, even. But the Yankees have a uh, racist on their team. <laughs> so, uh, big old JD guy <laughs> over here. You uh, do realize the Rays have a whole bullpen full of '98ers ready to come back? That. Could potentially give the Rays the push in the, towards the end of the season if Shane Boz could come back and do some pitching. He's pitching in Triple A Durham now, I think, so he should be coming back soon. I love to see some Yanni Chirinos. Rays, Rays, Rays. It's been a minute since I've seen some Yanni Chirinos. Yeah, I miss that guy. If he can come back, he should be coming back any time now from his Tommy John. It's it is it the is it a Rays 
are we got to factor in the Blue Jays, and I feel like okay, I but feel like they fell off the bandwagon a long time ago. But no, the thing is, you can't sleep on them because they, if they wake up, boom, they're back. You know, it's well, same with the race. You know, they wake up, it's of over. Of course, well, I would say over, um, but definitely you're, you're not, pitching. you're not, you're alive, which you are right now. Um, race live. Yes, uh, but the Yankees, uh, gems, talk to me about the Yanks, baby. The Yankees. Uh, they just had a, a heated series with the White Sox. Uh, lost uh, two out of three to them. Uh, Tim Anderson and Josh Donaldson getting into it quite a bit. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? No, let's not. Let's keep moving. <laughs> well, <laughs> COVID. The Yankees have uh, lost their, their first series after, after winning nine straight. Uh, it was real impressive after... Uh, starting off the season a little slow, have won, won nine series in a row. Uh, first place in the major leagues. <laughs> Aaron Judge going off. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, believe he's at uh, 17 home runs last I checked. Has, a, I think, two or three home run lead on the <laughs> the next guy. Um, yeah, he, He's having a huge year. Kind of like the fact that he's in a, in a contract year after what happened. Uh, then <laughs> not reaching Still a deal. Figure. Contract year, <laughs> they'll 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 have to pay, you know, top dollar to to resign him next year. But you're seeing a motivated Aaron Judge, so oh yeah, Aaron, they're, they're gonna get the most out of him this year for sure. Aaron Judge, you said the magic um, words, contract year. Yes, yes, big contract year, and I like how we're already talking about it, so we're already ahead of the game. Uh, however, I don't like that he's uh, playing for a new deal. Uh, twenty nine and thirteen. The Yankees are. I think they just won the night, which makes them thirty and thirteen. They beat the Orioles. Um, the Rays are twenty five and seventeen, um, and only four games back of those Yankees, uh, quote unquote, from every Rays fan that raises wild card banners. Gems, um, <laughs> <laughs> gems. Um, Blue Jays twenty two and twenty. You think they're a threat? Seven games back from those Yanks. I do. I th- I think they they got a, a solid a lineup. Um, Seven and a half. You know, going into the year, one of the most most feared lineups in baseball for sure. You got a you know Vlad Guerrero, uh, Bichette. Tony's favorite Star Wars character. Yeah, my my favorite Star Wars character, Bo Bichette. They got some good young pitching. We got Manoa's having a huge year for them. Um, I mean, I I think they're they're gonna have a few. A few runs in them for sure. It's, you know, every every team's due for a, a few streaks, and it's going to go back and forth. So I don't think it's going to you know, stay quite in this order all season. But I, I like that the Yankees are out ahead. But uh, you know, they've been, they've been red hot. They you, they can't. You know, you don't expect them to be sustaining this kind of pace the whole year, or else they'd be you know getting being near a hundred twenty win. Yeah, total. There's if, talks if of ninety-eight. There's talks of so, ninety-eight. I mean, there's talks of ninety-eight record. You know, they're gonna go up and down. They're they're gonna have their slumps here and there for sure. Yeah, that's coming. But uh, I you know, I, I know, I, I if to answer your question, I, I yeah, I think Toronto's for real. Yeah, um, I, I think, think they're so gonna so. they're gonna make a, a big jump this year. You have uh, you know, the Rays that, <laughs> you know, they're always gonna be in it. But I think uh, one team to watch out for is Boston's in fourth right now, and I just uh, who. They, Yo, they they spent money on Trevor Story. They they got. They're only nine. Cool they're story, ten games bro. back. They're ten games back. They still cool got story, yo, Devers. It is and, early. Yeah, I don't expect Boston to to stay below five hundred as they are now. What three nineteen and twenty two, three games under. Yeah. Um, I you know I I, I think 
I, I think this is the year where they're, they're definitely going. You know, they're going to be trying to compete. So they're they're going to be probably making some moves at the trade deadline. You know that like you're you're talking about. You know that once trade deadline comes in baseball, that's that's when you know who that's, the real contenders yeah. are. And I, I think you're going to see four teams in play in the AL East. That's when that's when actual uh, shit talking becomes fighting words. But until then, I rest my case. But the the Yankees are red hot and obviously tagged by Aaron Judge, who's batting three twenty five, uh seventeen home runs, thirty four RBIs, uh four hundred on base percentage, which is excellent. And of course followed by John Carlo Stanton, uh the guy formerly known as Mike, batting two eighty nine, <laughs> eleven home runs and thirty five RBIs. See here? Um Judge has forty nine hits, Staten has thirty forty three, um and they are mashing the baseball um and josh donaldson's also not having a bad year uh <laughs> but he has a bad mouth so to say but we're not going to talk about that today because it's not important uh but the rays johnny the rays johnny the rays. you love you some mcclanahan brother he's our best pitcher right now you think so well i'm pretty much know so oh well some people are trying to make a case for jp fire Eisen, who's like three and really? with no with three and with no era and only like We'd even talk about Nestor Cortez, the Cy Young of the future. This dude is the stash of a century. (laughs) But I'm sorry. Go ahead, Johnny. Uh, Nasty Nestor. See what happens when you do a show with a bunch of Yankee fans? Oh, stop it. But you know the Rays are boring. Like, I would love some excitement. What was exciting today that happened? Exciting today? Oh, the Kevin Kiermaier inside the park homer? Which is cool. (laughs) That dude was freaking blazing. Yeah, I think he was working with the hitting coach not too long ago. Yeah, he's been uh, ever since I ripped him a couple weeks ago on here on the show. He's uh kind of been doing his thing. He's hit a couple home runs. He's <laughs> he's been having some solid at bats. He's actually hitting the ball in play. Oh my gosh, what a concept! Yeah, and no no shift, right? No shifts now. Not even just that, but man, if they would just stop trying to power hit, I mean Zanino's gonna do what he's gonna do because Zanino, the only thing he can do is hit a hit a long ball. <laughs> if you give him a grapefruit down the middle of the plate, he's gonna do something with it. You throw him any junk, that bit he's gonna swing and miss. It's over. Well, you did shut out the, the Tampa Rays. Did shut out the Miami Marlins today, four uh, zero. Uh, with all home runs scored. Yes, Kevin Kiermaier uh, had two hits today. Um, uh, G Man Choi had two hits today. Harold Ramirez two. two. Uh, Mike Zanino, the Florida Gator guy. Yeah, he is a Gator. And Shane, that's the reason why he got love. And Shane McClanahan, <laughs> six innings pitched, four hits given up, two walks, nine strikeouts from the man that himself. Seems like an off day. Seems like an off day. Well, he did post a shutout, um, and also Dustin Knight and Ryan Thompson. Who the frick are those guys? <laughs> Probably somebody good I'll know in two years. Um, but that's not to say after two bad outings against the Baltimore Orioles, you can have two games you lose in extras after you were leading by insurmountable. No, not really. Leading six to one, and you lose on Sunday, and then I forget, I think it was game. Uh, I think it was Friday. They were down. They were up big, and then they lost an extras too. So, I don't get it. You don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, the Rays are. Uh, Wander came back, right? Wander got some. The uh, eighth Wander of the world. Uh, something like that. That's whatever you guys want to call him. Um, Such I hate. And I I like I like Wander. I think he's is Wander the best player on the Rays right now. Yes. Yes. You think best? G Man is the ultimate hype man. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say. Okay, yeah, no, I say G Man Choi is probably. Dude, oh, no, 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 no. I'm kidding. Chant. It's Wander. 
at trafficking in a field. Wanderer's the best. Um, it's, it, but you got they're talking about monitoring him. I'd say just let him go. Play his game. Don't you guys? Or and they might be you want to ease, you ease him. You want to ease him back into things. Louis Patino should be back soon, too. The pitcher. We need some help with pitching. Because Glassnow's not coming back for until f- next year. And everybody yeah, in Yeah, you're definitely not going to rush him back, especially with arbitration. La La Land, who thinks that he's going to come back for the playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> it's not happening. Who? Tyler Glassnow. I imagine he pitches like one inning, two innings total, though. No, no way. No way. No way. No shot. Uh, maybe if we make it to like Game Seven of the World Series, and uh, he's been out long enough to where it, uh, your first game back to Game Seven, kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah, right. Kiss my ass. I mean, yeah, hey, you're throwing everything at him at this point. True, but I mean, even if he comes in and gets you one to get out, a title, I mean, a title's worth it. Screw your out, arm over. You only need one out, three batters. Then you'll actually raise a banner worth a damn. But two eighty two. Uh, wow! For, yeah, talking so, about his all, all these championships that came from like when they were in eighteen twelve. I've been alive for more than you have won. I'm just talking about all, most of your titles are from way <laughs> back, buddy. Yes, um, that we do need to update a title. You've only been around, and for I think I think hopefully years. hopefully the Yankees win it this year. But uh, the Rays batting averages um, top four number one why are we even talking about those I didn't even know those existed they do a Yanni Diaz 282 leading the pack well, uh, Randy Rosarena 264 Wander Franco 255 and Terrible. Brandon Lau 212 what's happening there two of those <laughs> guys are hurt one just came back out of the two uh, but Lau is gone for a little bit Blau whatever Low Lau Blau no, it's below. Oh, uh, whatever. Brandon Lau, Nate Lowe. Yes, well, Nate I always get anymore. them confused. But it's Josh. Lowe. What's jo- yeah, the, you got Nate, you got Josh, you got Brandon. No, Nate's not there anymore. Oh, see, there you go. Thank God, it was too hard. It was only two. No, there would have been two lows and a Lau. Yeah, but it's a Lau. B- Brandon Lau, Josh Lowe. Josh Lowe, perfect, 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 perfect. Um, sound drop. Yeah, right. Uh, but Yanni Diaz. Uh, with only 117 at bats, Randy at 159, which stellar, honestly, pretty piece. pretty good for them, pretty good for them, don't you Trade say? Piece. <laughs> but Yankees just walked off on the Orioles. Yankees just walked off on the Orioles. Do you have the final statistics Dude, for that? It was three nothing when I last checked. Seven to six, final in the eleventh. Montgomery two innings or two earned runs over six innings. Odor had four RBI. He's been red hot. <laughs> lately rough Ned the Orioles uh, rough Ned rough Ned <laughs> Odor roughneck no it's it's like it's like <laughs> Rugneck yeah well we're talking about the daggum skankies again yeah we always do it uh but um Johnny play me some pimping man also guys uh the Tampa Bay Rowdies are having a game coming up so definitely go watch that that's your rowdy's plug that was a plus 700 to make a way on the show today yeah see ya al lang yeah so (laughs) al lang definitely uh needs to be packed uh i've seen al lang packed more times than tropicana field uh but nothing nothing was a good time no but i've been in that uh, tropicana gets packed when it wants to honestly uh but with the Yankees fans, yeah, coming <laughs> soon. They're actually playing. They're playing a four-game stand this uh, this coming up. And I hope we whoop the living. Yep. Thurs- out of you. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday you guys are going to Texas. While I believe we head to Boston, but I could be wrong. 
Uh, but coming up, uh, we have yes. we have the NFL portion of our show. So uh, we're going to talk about what happened with free agency since we last were on and um, a little bit more. But you know the NFL doesn't stop, and neither do we. TB4, see you at the top. Raise up. That just makes you want to run through a goddamn wall. And if it doesn't, reach down into your pants, feel your drawers, feel your balls, and if you don't find a pair, that's the reason why you didn't get up for that song right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo! Yeah, right? So, anyway, what better, to- what better tune to bring us into the NFL segment of our show? we got to hear this a little bit more. Man. This is too good. I feel like I'm about to play NFL Fever. Ready for a hard-hitting slobber knocker right now. Oh yeah. Oh, this is this is Bucks Saints <laughs> on a Monday on a Sunday Blood night shit. football. Oh my God, I'm ready to roll. Okay, let's Try get it. Let's get it. Off. Let's get into it. Free agency moves that happened in the NFL. Um, a big one. Uh, very very. I would say uh, start off. What do you want, Gems? You want to go with your boy Jair Alexander first? You want to go with James Bradbury to Philadelphia? I I love the Jair signing. I bet you do. He he is now the highest paid corner in the league. He got a four-year, $84 million extension, $30 million guaranteed. Um, Makes him annually uh, the highest paid corner in the league. Uh, While I I do think uh, in the next year or two, you know, you could just expect another contract to top that. So, um, I mean, Ramsey – and uh, the other guys that he has passed um, have a chance of, of going past him in that annual value in the near future. So um, I, I think at $21 million a year uh, going forward, he's mm-hmm. right in his prime. Um, I think he's only 25. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that they're going to eventually get a value for him. I think he is, um, you know, coming off – he is coming off a, a year with injury, but they're um, – Getting a potential top cornerback in the league, I'd say you could safely put him in the top three. Um, and he he's a he's he's a part of a really good secondary uh, with Eric Stokes and uh, what Green Bay got put together. So I'm excited to Another see him. Dog. You got them dogs all over you. Yeah, play this year. but but here's the thing: what's the best avail- What's the best ability, guys? Availability. Thank you. And Jai Alexander got that huge deal off playing just four games. And having one interception last year. A uh, year before that, obviously, uh, 15 games, one interception. Um, and the year before that, 16 games, two interceptions. Uh, but interceptions don't really stand out when you're uh, defending passes and staying man on. So he's had a, since his rookie year, he had 11 passes deflected. Uh, soft, uh, second year, 17. 
2020-13, and he had three passes defensed in four games. Or I guess he didn't really finish that fourth, but uh, that's how that cookie crumbles. When you look into the advanced ratings as far as uh, like passer rating against him, completion percentage against him, how many balls are even thrown his way? Um, that's um, why he, he's consistently rated, um, you know, top or at the top uh, of the league when he's on the field. And given this this extension, I think the the Packers are confident in his health going forward. They they got, I think, a steal or at least uh, locked up a, a top talent for the next few years. And I, I like what they, they've done with their defense. I, I think he, he's someone that they had to keep and, and um, did a great job of of locking up talent they've drafted. And uh, they, they did trade up uh, and move up to get him um, in, the, in the first round a few years ago, too. So. I, th- I think there's someone they they feel real confident investing in. Yeah, no, no. Jair Alexander, here we go. Rookie year, led in 64.8% of passes. Uh, second year, 53.6%. Uh, Huge drop. Tw- 2020, 51.3%. And last year, I'm not counting last year, you were there for four games, but you had a 54.5. Um, you're really basing your contract off that 2020 year, um, which stands out because he was targeted only 80 times that year. Um, and he was targeted 110 his second year, and 91 his rookie year. Uh, so people started to realize that, that he was good, and he only gave up 375 yards in, in coverage uh, in 2020, uh, which only led in two touchdowns as well. So Jair Alexander, uh, 100%, 100%, um, I don't think deserved the deal, but definitely isn't bad money, especially when the salary cap keeps going up year after year. Um, and you got to keep your pieces if you're Green Bay, especially because, you know, no one wants to go there in free agency uh, because of the weather and stuff like that. It's not a really good destination. I think it only makes sense with the way you're seeing the, the wide receiver numbers skyrocket. I'm glad you said something about the gems because did you hear what George Kittle said about Travis Kelsey earlier this week? He said that uh, George Kittle thinks that Travis Kelsey should make top wide receiver money because Travis Kelsey has the most receptions – uh, in the league since 2016 with 7,269. And he's only making 14.3 yeah. million. While you have the next guy, Devontae Adams, who had 7,192, and he's making 28 million. And it, it's hard It's hard to argue with just the numbers you're mentioning. When he's getting targeted, he's getting, you know, the ball in his hands. He, he's taking the hits like a receiver. It only makes sense that he gets paid by receiver money. And he's he's having to be a good blocker at times. On top of that, so I mean, it only makes sense. But I don't know for some reason, uh, wide receiver positions in demand right now. And I think on the on the flip side, uh, you, you're gonna want to invest top dollar in uh, cornerbacks, guys to to defend them. And uh, I mean, how many how many cornerbacks could really shut down the top? wide receivers in the league there's only so many well um after that you got you know average or you know starting level corners yes but how many real shutdown corners in the league are there less than 10 i mean there's there's not that many uh would you uh, say would you say darius slay is a shutdown corner i mean at times yeah i mean yeah he, yeah he, he'd be in probably right around number 10 or, or in the top 10 uh but um, I, I'd say he's kind of more on, on the back end of his prime compared to Jair Alexander. So I think 
Um, you know, if you're comparing contracts, I think you know Jair is is on the younger side. So, uh, but no, yes, Darius Slay. I think he, he's he's a top corner in this league for sure. And uh, no, I'm glad I'm glad you brought up corners, gems, because now we can transition to somebody a little bit different that I want to speak on a little a little bit because I think it's being overlooked even. But I think with the Kyle Fuller signed today by the by the Ravens, that might have helped them. Mm. But that Ravens secondary is going to be ridiculous. I mean, you have exactly. yeah. with, the, with the with the Kyle Fuller addition, who do they have now? Who do they have now? They Jack? drafted Kyle Hamilton. Oh, that's the secondary. From Notre yeah. Dame. Yeah. And then yeah, so then they signed Marcus Williams. Yeah. As well from the Saints. They have Tony Jefferson. Well, that their number have, one, Marlon Humphrey. And they have Marlon Humphrey then, coming back with Marcus Peters already there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Dude, then they get a all they get a Pro Bowl. And then they have Calais still on the front line. Um, He's getting older though. And then, uh, well, they have other guys that are. I mean, Humphrey. Him. I think he, he's Who? he's Zedarius? possibly. Well, no, no, no. Zedarius Smith didn't go there. He's a Viking. Oh, because he he was supposed to go there, yeah, and he so said, "Nah, nah, out. nah." Yeah, he, yeah, I keep forgetting that. He, he, went, he went to Minnesota. Yeah, he told me that a previous that, show. That was a strange move for sure. And they drafted Patrick Queen a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ravens just sound like the Ravens. They um, loaded up on defense. Yeah, they're man. ready to go. They're and I, I expect I don't know I just feel like Marcus Peters he'll be back to his old, old self. Um, Marlon Humphrey he's he's probably a top five, definitely top ten corner in this league. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean they they could have the best defensive backs in the NFL. Is a Car- is Carlton Davis a top ten corner in the league? No, mm, yeah. off the top of my head. Jeff no. says no. Johnny, what do you think? You're saying top ten corner yeah. or? Can you name ten ten corners better than Carlton Davis the third for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I'll start naming my top it, ten. I think it would be kind of hard to name ten corners that would be better than him. I think he would be maybe lower in the top ten, maybe somewhere around eight, nine, or ten. But I think he would have to be in the top ten. Uh, I'm going to th- try to think about top five, not in, not necessarily in the particular order, but. This would be top five. Let's see. Jair Alexander, Jalen Ramsey, Marlon Humphrey. Uh, let's see. Well, let me t- who, who, else, me, who, who me else would you have in the top five Want me to, tell you, want me to tell you about uh, uh, PFF? <laughs> PFF. Uh, want me to tell you what PFF has? <laughs> yeah, that's what it stands for. <laughs> PFF. Uh, no, but we respect PFF for because we, we have to get these numbers somehow, but... With the numbers on, I think we just don't correlate as well. But um, definitely big ups for statistics. But I'm into analytics, not analytics. Uh, but Jalen Ramsey, AJ Terrell, Kendall Fuller. Um, <laughs> this is not accurate. Uh, but those are the top three. So Jalen Ramsey, AJ Terrell, Kendall Fuller. Those are your top three. I mean. That's pretty high standards for AJ Terrell, considering he's only been in the in the NFL for a couple of years now. Uh, that's a little crazy to say. Maybe he deserves to be top ten, but maybe not that high. I don't know how Jair, Jair Alexander is not third, at least maybe even second on that list. Kendall Fuller, who? Who? <laughs> uh, Trayvon Diggs, who? Love the league picks that year. What? Then there's Jimmy Smith too. We didn't even talk about him. Yeah, Jimmy Smith is there. Um, there's Ravens are loaded. There's if we're, we, Mika, we were talking about Mika corner or safety. Safety. That's what I thought. You, yeah, of course, you, of course. I had to think about it. He, he's due for a payday. Speaking of paydays, he, he's due for a payday. You, got, you think Steelers should pay Fitzpatrick big money? It's Pittsburgh. What are they built on? Defense. 
Exactly. Okay. Point set. I like. All right. So um, another defender. Uh, actually, a couple defenders got deals. Bradbury to Philadelphia and Jadavion Clowney to Cleveland. Um, I think that's a big. Uh, uh, well, Clowney's staying in Cleveland, obviously, but uh, Bradbury to Philadelphia next to Darius Slay. Uh, a Bradbury, a number two, really good for Philadelphia, who's who I think smells blood in the NFC East, especially with Dallas. Doesn't look like they're a good uh, the same team as last year. Um, Dak hasn't really performed well without Amari Cooper. Um, I think Bradbury to Philadelphia uh, is a bigger move than you think. Not A.J. Brown big, but it's under the radar. So I, I like I love the move, to be honest with you. You love I the move to Bradbury? I think, I think that's Bradbury great. to Philly? I, I think it's great for the Eagles. I think eh. It's great. They might not be. It's good. No, I, I, think, I, like, I like it. I, I like it. I think it'll be a good move for them. Uh, the Eagles are definitely showing that they're trying to compete. In yeah, that division this year. Yeah, and it's not next year, and it's not the year after that. They're trying to compete this year, and uh, I, I think they will. I think they will compete. I think they win the East. Woo! That's a bold prediction. Yeah, write that down. What's that timer it's, on? They don't need to write it down. It's already recorded, buddy. There you go. I think the Eagles win the division right now. Or today, I, I think the Eagles. Win. I could ask me a month from now. I'll say Dallas. I can honestly see Washington. Call me crazy. No, it's not crazy. Fantasy is wide open. I think you're we gonna peak though. <laughs> Pelly peak. I think it's still gonna be one of the the worst divisions <laughs> in the NFL like it has been for a while now. No, the South you, will be worse. You got you got some stacked divisions. I think. It, yeah, it, we go over to the AFC, AFC side, AFC West, where everybody left and went to. Oh my good, my good, yo, know, Chiefs. Yeah, LeBron plays in the <laughs> NFC now. Dude, AFC I'm West. Just <laughs> AFC West is gonna be nasty. NFC. Um, <laughs> NFC North, or no, I'm sorry, uh, NFC South, um, I mean. NFC South, uh, there's a, there's a lot that can go on. Jadeveon Clowney re-signing with the Browns definitely puts them in help because now Miles Garrett is not just solo, but Jadeveon Clowney is not a really good pass rusher as it is anyway. He's more of like a run defender. Um, that didn't really live, I wouldn't say he's a bust, but he didn't really live up to the hype of being that dog, um. And, but they got the same, pretty much, Clowney got one year, 11 million, so did Bradbury. Uh, that's why I mentioned him in the same breath. So, yeah, which which one do you think will be more valuable? Clowney returning to Cleveland or Bradbury to Philadelphia, Gems? I think Bradbury to Philadelphia, I, th- I think that's a, a solid fit. And and uh, Philly's going to be, you know, definitely be making that playoff push this year. Um, Cleveland, is it's hard to say. I don't know what to expect out of uh, Watson and, and then – Making the transition from Baker to him. All I hope is it backfires in their face. Why? Because I think they did Baker wrong. Oh, you, you are you a Baker guy? I am a Baker guy. He's a Baker guy. Why? Why? Because I, I think Baker's a competitor. I think Baker can be one hell of a player. He showed in the one year they got him to the playoffs. They should have beat Kansas City that game. They didn't, so we're not going to do shoulda, woulda, couldas. Shoulda. Because it's not. Woulda's. But could've. they they showed some real heart, and that was a depleted defense and their offense was banged up. What well, what I don't like about the whole thing is it it seems like what Deshaun Watson really wanted to go somewhere else and it, it took that insane amount of money Guaranteed. for him to go there. Yeah, he was, he was going to Atlanta. Money. He was going to Atlanta. So I mean, like does he really want to be there? Who's like, the guaranteed money? He probably smelt the blood in the water and took the big paycheck just in case he does get suspended for a while. And yeah. and then like what I don't know. I'm sorry, but like, what did Deshaun Watson do to get like 
the most guaranteed money of all time. Be young and really freaking good and have a be in the NFL that the money's only going up for quarterbacks. Yeah, but without playing a year. You're insane. Ah, yeah, so are the Browns. But guess what? You got to do something insane to change good. your history. You know what? I hope they go 0 and 17. They very uh, easily I think it's could, a huge huge risk. Huge risk <laughs> and something that definitely I don't know. I don't think warranted the most guaranteed money of all time. I don't even think like at this point right now with the uncertainty of what, what what's happening with Watson's legal troubles, I don't even think he would like I'd feel comfortable giving him an, I don't know about a contract, but definitely not even like a four or five year contract, but like all this guaranteed money, the the long term deal, I don't I don't understand at this point. Watson deserving or getting that contract. I don't know. It's crazy to me. And I think you know, what have the Browns showed in the past that makes me believe, believe that this is a, a good decision. They they haven't they've had top draft picks, they've had all sorts of number you know, first round or number one draft picks and they've blown it over and over. I think Miles Garrett's like the only one I could think of recently that they really nailed. Mm, they nailed it like, on Baker, they got Chubb. They nailed down Denzel Ward in the first round. They got their O line too. The O line is yeah, still good. Jedrick Wilson Jr. Uh, Jedrick Wilson Jr. Yeah, Alabama. Amari Cooper. We, Amari we were just Cooper. talking to him. Yeah, but forget it. Squash but no, I'm, I'm with, like, speaking of quarterbacks, I think just because ba- I was getting rid of Baker in the way they you. did, like you're saying, like they they did definitely did him dirty. Yeah, but uh, that's enough about Deshaun Watson and them, them scumbags up there in Cleveland. Who cares? It's all about Steeler Nation, baby. Oh, Jesus. And speaking of Steeler Nation and quarterbacks, only two quarterbacks have thrown six touchdowns in a game over the last five seasons. Patrick Mahomes is one of them. Who was the other? Six touchdowns? In a, in a game over the last five seasons, only two quarterbacks have done it. Patrick Mahomes is one. Who's the other? Tom Brady. No, sir. Six touchdowns? In the last five seasons. Oh, Pete Manning. Five seasons. Oh, well, when did you retire? Five, so five is 2017. Six touchdowns? Yes. Patrick Mahomes and... You probably won't guess. Probably won't guess. Ben I, Roethlisberger? No. Josh Allen? No. I think he got close, but no. Let's hear it. Are we, yeah, we, yeah, we're done. We have dead air. What? My quarterback in Pittsburgh, Mitch Trubisky. Wow, he did it against the Bucks. He did it against the Bucks with the Bears. <laughs> he did it against the Bucks. Did he do it against the Bucks? Yes, no. it was against the Bucks. You're right, sir. <sighs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the intent of the stat. Good one, Johnny. He got me back for the LeBron joke. <laughs> that wasn't the intent of the stat. Me back it was for, against the Bucks. He got me back for the LeBron joke. So it was like forty-five to three that game. Uh, speaking of joke, uh, Kyler Murray. Oh. <laughs> uh, Kyler Murray. Do we want to talk about him? Who? Ka- Contract. Who? Uh, supposedly he's showing up to OTAs. Um, supposedly he's showing up to OTAs. Really? Okay. Uh, that's what I read on NBC Edge. Got to state our sources. Got to state our sources. Um, Who? Oh, unless we fail. <laughs> so Kyler Murray wants a new contract. Lamar Jackson wants a new contract. I, I feel. I, f- I feel. I feel like Lamar. Which one comes first? Because that's going to base off where each other are. But I think. Lamar Jackson has an MVP. Kyler Murray doesn't. Lamar Jackson's been to a playoffs. I think Lamar signs first, and I still don't. Oh, think no, has won a game in the playoffs. Uh, I think Lamar signs first, and I still think Lamar will end up with more, with more money than Kyler. Kyler Murray doesn't deserve the money right now. I think so. I think so, too, but I think it's going to be 
All right, one of them gets more guarantees. The other one gets like uh, something else that's better than the other contract. I could probably see more maybe per year, more, maybe more money in the short run for Kyler Murray, but you could probably see more guaranteed money for Lamar Jackson and a little less extended out, maybe a next year. So they're all they're both getting forty million dollars, basically, is what you're saying, roughly. You think, James? You think they're both it, worth? They'll make it look pretty. James, you think they're both worth forty million dollars? Do you think well, they are both worth forty million dollars? Say that ten times fast. Kyler Murray, um, I'm not sure long term, but I, I was, yeah, I think the Ravens, from what I've heard, have, have already offered and been, have been shown to be willing to, to pay Lamar Jackson, big money to extend him, and it seems to me like Lamar Jackson is is willing to, to wait and see and, and be flexible and kind of seeing how a lot of quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins are making a ton of money just going on one year and short-term deals. Like, Kirk Cousins has made the most money over the last, like, five years. And do straight and, ass cheeks. And he's just <laughs> – so, I mean, like, but he's just getting one, two-year deals tops. Like, getting getting a long-term four or five million – or, you know, four or five-year deal – Sounds good at this time, but in two, three years, that money's not gonna. He's not gonna be making top dollar anymore. Why not just sign a, every you know one two year deal, and uh, keep on getting forty million a year? Yeah, not no. Everybody's Brady, man. Yeah, not everyone's Brady. Damn right. So we have Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, right? Lamar Jackson has been in the league since 2018. Kyler Murray in the league since 2019. Contract year. Well, I guess what I'm yes. trying to say, I don't think it's the same situation. Like, Kyler Murray, they're trying to decide if he's worth long-term money. Yep. Lamar Jackson is turning down long-term money. He's not sure if he wants – he's the one that's not sure if he wants to sign. Uh, the thing is – Kyler Murray's thinking about holding out. Lamar Jackson's like, I just want to win a Super Bowl. Like, I think if Baltimore comes out on fire, they give him a contract like midseason. Then they, like – I don't know. It's going to be tough to see because Lamar Jackson has, a, uh, I believe, a career 64.1 completion percentage. Kyler Murray, 66.9. Uh, Kyler Murray's thrown for 11,480 yards. Lamar Jackson has only, hasn't even thrown for 10 grand yet, and that's in one more season than Kyler Murray. Um, he does have a better passer rating. Uh, with a, Lamar Jackson, that was a 98.1. What's the rushing yards look like? The, yeah, for real. Uh, the rush, Here's the rushing yards. I'll get to the story. So, um, touchdowns, 84. Kyler Murray, 70, uh, 84 for Lamar Jackson. Um, interceptions, 31 for Lamar, 34 for Kyler. It's very surprising, uh, but not really if you pay attention. They've both been sacked 106 times. Um, so here we go. Uh, Lamar Jackson has rushed for 301 more times than Kyler Murray. Um, and Lamar Jackson has 36, uh, 3,673 yards rushing. Kyler Murray, 1,786. If you do the math, Yards per attempt, Lamar Jackson 6.0, Kyler Murray 5.7. Um, and Lamar Jackson has one more rushing touchdown than Kyler Murray, 21 to, tw- 21 to 20. We know Lamar has been dinged up a little bit um, and didn't really play uh, down the stretch that much last year because they were getting uh, – Hundley was taking over and uh, winning them some ball critical ball games down the stretch. I so. could even see his, his – Passing yards even go down a little bit more this year because you you have your running backs coming back. Oh, you got all of them coming back, so that's it's gonna be good for them. Um, but uh, I mean, you gotta pay Lamar, man. Yeah, Baltimore is what you gonna start all over again. 
I don't think so. I think you just go with what you got. Your offense is already built around them. Um, Marquise Brown left. That might be a sign that says, hey, we're keeping it this way. Um, because obviously Marquise Brown going to Arizona uh, definitely doesn't want to be in a run-first offense. So if they were changing anything, you know, he would have stayed, right? Because he was friends with Lamar, but they weren't. So that's that's just context clues, right? So yeah, I don't I don't think there's any worry in them in losing Lamar. I think it's uh, whether or not um, he actually does come to a long term deal before the season. But um, I I think it, yeah, it's going to be Lamar's team for for a long time, and they they're going to be building around him still. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, no character issues. Kyler, Kyler Murray, character issues. And um, that's the name of the game. So, Johnny, drop me on my beat, please. Um, and also tell these lovely people uh, where they could find us on wherever the hell we are. Please. Got to hear the beat drop. What you want me to do? I'm sorry. TB4 is back. Holla. But yes, TB4, <laughs> as Tony said, TB4 is on Spotify, Ooh. Apple, Ooh. and Google Podcasting. Sim- simply search up TB4 Sports Show, and you will find us. Give us a follow. Smash the follow button. Hulk smash that follow and button. And find us on Twitter at TB4 underscore sports. We love it. We love it, baby. Jemmy's. Radio Johnny. Radio Johnny. Radio Johnny bowing Ow. out. Jemmy's. Yo, yo, yo. And that's and that's our show. Uh, it was a great show. We'll be recording Tuesday next week, unless the Lightning play. Then it's Wednesday next week, and um, constantly putting out fire. Go bolts! So we'll uh, go bolts! Go bolts! I can't. That's the way we're going. Hey, hats off to the bolt uh, the bolts from the Bay, Tampa Bay Lightning. Let's go for three, baby. TB four, we're out. <laughs>